Good morning. We are live on World's Glorious Network TV in Kenya. We are live on my Facebook page, Andrew Schofield. Is it Andrew Schofield or is it Andrew Schofield? I always get them two mixed up. And then, of course, I'm live on Gospel Pursuits Facebook, Gospel Pursuits YouTube. We'll be up on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Amazon Audible. Um, yeah, we're we're pretty much everywhere all day. And, of course, we'll be on Instagram as well. I put the videos up on Instagram. Uh, and it's fun. It's good. Um, I'm so grateful that um, people would listen or share the broadcast or any of that kind of stuff. Thank you very much for Pastor Martin again. Uh, I know I said it's pretty much every broadcast for helping me out, uh, encouraging me to keep going. Hence the name today, Don't Stop. I had a bit of a wobble this morning. I wanted to uh, give up. <laughs> Not give up completely, just uh, whittle down. But God keeps, I keep preaching that we need to expand. And in a time of busyness, it, it's very difficult or very easy to do what Elijah did. Elijah got away from uh, the the biggest kind of moment in his ministry. Uh, rain had come back. Um, uh, you know, we dealt with the prophets of Baal. He'd uh, he'd he'd just wiped them out basically. Um, he demonstrated the God of fire, didn't he? And he called down fire from heaven. Uh, you know, if any of us, you know, uh, fancied doing that. We'd probably be quite excited if it happened, wouldn't we? Um, but yeah, he, he then prayed, you know, the righteous man prayer of righteous man availeth much, as James chapter says, talking about Elijah. And he prayed, and then the drought was ended, and the rain came in. But then one lady threatened him. And I think as ministers, especially even myself, I mean, very much myself. You, you, you like to preach a good message. You like to see miracles. You like to see the moving of the Spirit of God. But when people say something, it, it kind of comes back to you. You know, the littlest thing. The devil used the littlest thing to try and get you off track. And I'm not saying that was the case for me today, but it was just a case for me today where I just felt, you know what, I just, I just want to have a, a day off or a break or something. Because you just want to, you don't want to always keep running all the time. And Elijah got to that point and he actually said, I've had enough, God. Take my life. For I'm no better than any of the ancestors who already died. Basically, people, prophets and ministers of God get to that point, I believe, where they just give out and give out and people just sometimes don't receive. It's all great when everyone's uh, excited and everyone's uh, moving forward and everyone's excited of the new stuff. But when it comes to consistency, come to uh, patient endurance, we're talking about faith last week, moral, um, about supplementing your faith with moral excellence. Let's just nip, lip, nip there to Second Peter. And maybe God's just trying to deal with me on some things. But um, when God deals with me, I deal with you. That's just the way it works. Um in view of all this, in Second Peter 1 verse 5, make every effort. <laughs> you see, this is it. This is it. This is a great verse, actually. It's, it's absolutely very big. Very big verse. In view of all this, what are we looking at? 
you're well the, the the verse before says that we have great and precious promises and these promises enable us to share in his divine nature and escape the world's corruption caused by humans desires you see we we want to give up and say we've had enough we want to succumb we want to uh, allow the world's corruption just to wash over us for a moment and just say, I, I don't want to fight it anymore. And that's basically what we're talking about. Allowing ourselves to become selfish and allowing ourselves to to stop doing what God's called us to do because we want to take a break. It, is, it, it boils down to selfishness, and I've got to deal with that daily a lot of the time. I've got to make sure that what I'm doing is lining up with what God's called me to do so that I don't give up and I don't stop. And he says this, precious promises. And then in verse 5 it says, in view of these precious promises, in view of what God's allowing us to do so that we are enabled to enter into his divine nature and escape. So enabling, uh, because of all of this and in view and thinking of all this, and, you know, remember what, what Jesus did. He, he, he was on the cross and he had to see in front of him the many sons of glory. The many sons of glory. He had to endure hardships on that cross. He had to take every bit of pain and suffering. He had to take sickness and disease. He had to take everything on him. Poverty, lack, everything on that cross. He took it all. But he had to endure it because he knew something was coming that was far bigger than the moment that he was in. And he was many sons of glory, re reproducing himself in other people by the power of the Holy Spirit. And that is these precious promises that enable us to share the divine nature and escape the world's corruption caused by human desires. So it says in verse 5, in view of this, in view of what Jesus has basically done on the cross, by his divine power, God has given us everything we need for living a godly life. So in view of this, make every effort. Have you made every effort today? I know I didn't want to make any effort today. I wanted to just take a day off. But in, ev in view of all this, make every effort to respond to God's promises. How do we respond? By faith. His promises are yes and amen. So we respond by faith. I believe I receive it, I take it, I forgive anyone who's, who's caused me any problems, I walk in love, and I believe I receive everything that God has promised me. That means that when it says in the word, wait upon the Lord and renew your strength, you don't have a, a, a reason to stop. You don't have a reason to quit, to give up. Now, there will be moments in time where God will say, rest. But we enter into that rest by faith anyways. I'm not leaning to my own understanding. I'm not leaning to, to what my mind or my feelings say. I'm leaning to what the Spirit of God is doing on the inside of me. Trust in the Lord and lean not into your own understanding. We want God to make our path straight before us. We want to have the light of the Word of God shining from our hearts onto the path in front of us. We want all these things. We want to know where we're going. We want to do all these things. But we've got to put some effort in. We need to respond to God's promises. And we need to supplement our faith with a generous provision of these few things. And one of those things that we supplement our faith is patient endurance. Consistent endurance endurance consistency is a difficult word right now it, it, i believe well it just is it's a difficult word to be consistent no matter what you see see god you know paul said it this way um some sowed seed some watered the seed and god caused the increase 
a lot of people don't want to hang around to see God cause the increase because they're too impatient to, to, to keep doing the watering, to keep doing the sowing. So whoever sows the word, the sower sows the word. It sows it into people's hearts. The preacher ministers it, preaches it into hearts. You sow it into your own heart. But the, the consistency of sowing will produce the consistency of reaping. We, we do not be weary in well-doing, Galatians says, for in due time you will reap the harvest. Now, we often will just talk about money when we talk about harvest, but realistically, what do you want to harvest of? You're going to reap what you sow. That's period. That's that, that there's nothing, nothing short of scriptural Bible fact that says that the word of God Oh, big truck just drove past, like massive, down my little tiny road. <laughs> um, ma- you know, the, the word of God sown in your heart, it, it's, it's through that consistent endurance that you will reap a harvest. Farmers don't stop sowing one year to the next. They don't just stop, well, I've got my harvest two years ago, so I'm going to stop sowing, and, and hopefully that harvest will last, or that harvest will... See, harvest time is for... Hallelujah. You see, when you don't stop, when you don't stop sowing and you don't stop giving and you don't stop allowing the word of God to work in your life, the harvest time continually starts to come back. You will cast your bread on many waters and it will come back on every wave, Proverbs says. We need to be casting out all the time. We need to be sowing all the time. We need to be taking in the word of God and allowing the word of God to develop in our hearts so that we're constantly sowing it into our hearts. We receive it with gladness, but we don't lose lose it because problems come. We receive it with gladness and we allow it to produce roots into our lives so that we are connected continually to the vine. We need to be connected continually to the vine so that we're continually producing fruit. When we're continually producing fruit, we are continually sowing and blessing other people so when the harvest comes, we can spend the harvest knowing that the next harvest is coming right after it. Too often what we'll do is we'll take the harvest and put it somewhere and say, well, we're not going to touch that harvest because we really don't want to keep giving we really don't want to keep sowing so we're just going to spend some time and hold on to this harvest well when the harvest is there it's ready to be used it's not meant to be thrown into the to the back and get get moldy it's meant to be sold it's meant to be eaten it's meant to be used now you follow the voice of the spirit of god to do, know what you do with the harvest of, of things so when you've got harvest of friends you don't like hold on to them and, and cling on to them and, and thinking that you know if they left you know oh my gosh we never have another friend in our lives we don't do that with human beings do it so if when money comes in we don't we don't hoard it we find out what the spirit of god says to do with it if the spirit of god says go do buy this you buy it if the spirit of god says go give this you give it because the harvest will continually come in if you keep on sowing don't be weary in well-doing for in due season you will reap and you will reap a harvest of plenty see the windows of heaven are open up to pour us out a blessing they're open. You're a tither. If you're a tither and you're a giver and you're doing all the things that you know to do, you know what the word of God says, you're reaching out in faith, you know that the windows of heaven are open up above you. And it's only a matter of time for manifestations of things to come into your life of harvest of money. Let's just talk pure and simple facts of money. See, God said, seek first the kingdom of God and all these things shall be added unto you. And he was talking in direct context of not allowing money to be your God. He is your God. He is your provider. He is your 
waterer and and producing of the increase in your life. Your job is to be consistent in sowing, consistent in receiving, consistent in talking the word of God. And as you continually talk the word of God and continually believe the word of God, the harvest will come in. Whether it's a harvest of souls, you see, too often churches just give up on reaching the lost because they didn't see any results over two or three years. So they become insular and then they just just stay stuck where they are. No, we need to continually go out. We continually preach the word concerning salvation. We continually preach the word concerning healing. We continually minister to the sick. We continually do these things continually, continually through patient endurance. You know, you add godliness into that and brotherly affection and all these things. The more you grow like this, the more productive and useful you will be in the knowledge of your Lord Jesus Christ. But those who fail, listen to this in verse um, 9 of of, uh, 2 Peter 1. But those who fail to develop in this way are short-sighted or blind, forgetting that they've been cleansed from their old sins. If you're not careful, you become short-sighted in your receiving well my harvest hasn't come in today it doesn't look like it's going to come in tomorrow so therefore my harvest isn't coming whether it's finances whether it's souls whether it's healing whether well i don't care what we're talking about a harvest is simply the spiritual provision of god manifesting in your life as a result of you sowing into what god's told you to sow into you first tithe you tithe to your local church you don't tithe to me. You give offerings to your local church. You give offerings to ministers. You look after the ministers that travel. If you're not looking after ministers that travel, you're you're selling yourself short. You know, I, I'm not taking up an offering today. I'm not receiving an offering um, in, in, as such. I'm not going to try and give you six ways to give into my ministry. But you can give into my ministry, gospelpursuits.uk. Press give. Sow into things that you believe in. Sow into financially, into places and people. Invest in people. Invest in ministries that you can partner with financially. And don't, it's not about the amount. It's about you actually taking what God's got in your hands, investing it in the kingdom and allowing him to multiply it. What is the point of the parable of talents? It's called, it's allowing God to show you and reveal to you how to invest in the kingdom. You invest and the kingdom will multiply what you invest. That is the whole point. God is a good God. He loves you. He said, give generously and you will receive back generously. I didn't mean to get on any of this today. Don't stop giving. Don't stop sowing. Don't stop allowing God to use you. And I'm talking to myself. (coughs) <coughs> I thank God for the reach we have through World Glorious Network TV. I thank God for that reach. I was told that averaging we're averaging 500 people a day on this broadcast in that network. That's far more than I could do by myself. That's God. God's multiplying back the seed that I've sown. And I'm expecting souls. 
I'm expecting people to receive Jesus through this broadcast. I'm expecting people to be healed through this broadcast. I'm expecting people to receive their healing and the manifestation of their miracle from this broadcast. I am will not stop because what I've got on the inside of me is greater and bigger than my feelings, than my thinking, than my actions. Everything that I do is there is something bigger on the inside of me urging me on, encouraging me to go forward, encouraging me to keep speaking the word, encouraging me to, to, to preach the word with boldness, with demonstrations. Demonstrations of the move of the Spirit of God are coming into this land again. Demonstrations of the move of God are coming into local churches again. The ministers of the gospel will have the grace to move into this in a new and a fresh way. And it's coming in a wave, and a wave that is not going to just just pick it's not going to be a splash on an individual no it's going to be a wave that carries the whole body it's not going to be something like like uh, what we kind of look into and, and 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 maybe try and try and look at like everyone doing it just it's not going to be just chaos and and the church not knowing what they're doing it's going to be in order it's going to be powerful it's going to be directed there's going to be men of god who are in leadership that are going to the two great men of god just literally passed away in the last two days uh colin urcott from kingdom faith ministries in in down south and Paul Young E. Cho, Paul Young E. Cho, he, he had the, one of the, the largest churches of the time, a million plus members. He's just gone on to be with the Lord. You think over the last 10 years, over the last 20 years, how many really important men of God have gone to be with the Lord. There, there's coming a wave, and there has been prophecies that say when all the generals have gone, it's the time is short. The time is short. Think of Brother Hagen, Lester Sumrall, all these guys just passing away. Uh, you know, T.L. Osborne and all these guys passing away. Charles Capps, all these kind of people that have pioneered some massive moves. We've got Reinhard Bonnke. All these men. And it's not about men or women. It's just these guys pioneered so much in their lifetime. We have got so much to be grateful. We can't stop. Because they set us up to go. Hallelujah. Technology has allowed us to just go. I might the words or the the my voice is going into places that I could never get to physically. And I'm going to run and I'm going to expand and I'm going to see this ministry carry on in with passion and fire. I thank God we we launched a church on Sunday. Not me personally, but I was part of a church launch of, of my church, Faith Life Center in Manchester. We launched in Preston, Lancashire on Sunday. And it was a wonderful time and there was a Holy Ghost time. It was a it was a, a, a gut wrenching Holy Ghost time where, where things were dropped in. Things were thing and, and the tiredness and the, the organizational side of things of that can just get you down if you're not careful. But I refuse to quit. I refuse to stop. I will continue to 
play my guitar. I will continue worshiping God. I will continue to organize. I will continue to preach. I will continue to, to minister because the Spirit of God is moving on this earth and we have got to step up as individuals and as corporate members of the church. We cannot stop. We cannot give up. Time is short. Jesus is coming back soon and there is not time for us to be weary. There is not time for us to be exhausted. There is not time for us to back off, but we must press in. We must press in and receive. The angel of the Lord woke Elijah up and said, get up and eat for the journey ahead is far. Get up and eat more because the journey is going to take something out of you. The journey will take something out of you, but as you eat of the fresh manna of the spirit of the living God, the word of God living and breathing on the inside of you, you will have an energy, a zeal for the house of the Lord. You will be fired up. The anointing of God will come down on you and pour out and work through you. And as Jesus was anointed by the Holy Ghost, doing good, healing all that were oppressed of the devil, you so shall be anointed of the Holy Ghost, going about doing good, healing all that are oppressed of the devil. The power of the living God is the same power that rests on Jesus' shoulders when he was walking this earth. But it, it not only rests on him, it was in him and it's in us and on us. And we carry the very presence of God. We were baptized with the Holy Ghost and what? Fire. Fire burns. It burns out evil. It burns out the dross. It burns out the dry wood. If your wood is dry, allow it to be consumed and fuel yourself up and become a person of passion and a person who is equipped to do all things that are possible to those who believe. You can believe for the impossible, for your own life, for individuals around you, work with them, help their faith, grow their faith. It's simple. Get the word of God in. Get it in your mind. Get it in your mouth. Speak to your body. Speak. Say, come on. Come on. I, I may feel like I've had enough, but I'm not stopping. I'm equipping myself. I'm supplementing my faith. I'm walking in moral excellence. I'm walking in... Um, knowledge and self-control and patient endurance and godliness and brotherly affection with love for everyone. That is my duty. That is my direction. That is my equipment. I supplement my faith. My faith connects to the grace of God. And what did Paul say that God said to him? Grace, my grace is sufficient for thee. And he said, within my weakness, I am found to be my strongest because the grace of God equips. You know, God's grace resists the humble. God resists, sorry, resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. Humility is simply understanding and realizing, I cannot do this without you, God. I submit to your leadership. If God's telling you to do something, you can do it. If God's telling me to do something, I can do it. I can do it full of energy, full of zeal, and full of passion. My life is his. My life is no longer my own, but the life that I live in my flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of the living God, Jesus Christ, who dwells within me. I will be a triumphing Christian. He always causes me to triumph. He's working everything together for good to those that love him. I have got the faith of God, which is the victory that overcomes the world. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in, in the world. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. In all of these things, I'm more than a conqueror. Hallelujah. No weapon formed against me. 
No weapon formed against me shall prosper. I have the shield of faith that quenches every fiery dart of the enemy. I have the sword of the spirit. And it's the word of God that's on my lips, attacking, prodding, poking, getting rid and clearing the way. You know, like you use a ha- like a, a machete to clear through to the jungle. You use the sword of the spirit to clear through any th- obstacles. You have faith that speaks to mountains, that shoves mountains into the sea. There is nothing that you cannot do, anointed and equipped by the Holy Spirit of God. God is a good God. God is a good God. And he will infuse you with the equipment, the power, and the energy that is needed for your ministry, for your life, for everything that you need to do. As I begin to close today, there might be some of you watching with sickness and disease in your body. There might Some of you might be watching with pain in your body. Some of you might be watching with confusion in your mind. Uh, you might be not even a Christian. You may not have even made a decision for Jesus Christ. But I tell you that the power of God is available for you right now to receive everything that you need. What does it say that I read? Great and precious promises. And in view of this, make every effort to respond to God's promises. Have faith in God, Jesus said. Have the God kind of faith. Believe it in your heart and speak it with your mouth. Say this out loud. I receive the healing power of God in the name of Jesus in my body. I walk in health and healing. I speak to sickness and disease in the bodies of the viewer today. I curse it and I command it to leave by the power of Jesus Christ, by the blood of the Lamb, by the word of our testimony. We declare health and healing in the bodies of people watching this broadcast today. Whether it be on catch-up or whether it be live right now, I speak life to bodies all over the place that are listening. I speak, even if you don't feel sickness, that the power of God will drive out anything that might be starting or might be that you are unaware of. I command the power of God to just work in your body in the name of Jesus. Receive your healing today. And if you've never received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, just confess him as Lord. Believe in your heart that he raised from the dead, that he was raised from the dead, and make him your Lord and Savior today. If you do that today, get in contact with me, gospelpursuits.uk. Click on the link that says Jesus. Fill in the form. Pray the prayer. Let's get connected because this is the time that the souls of God and the souls of man must come together and we work together and we see revival. We see life. We see victory. We see this world awash with the Spirit of God, with the glory of God. The glory of God shall come cover the face of this earth. Gross darkness may be there right now, but the fire of God burning in the living, bright, burning ones, in the light ones, in the ones that carry the light of the gospel, those people will grow, those people will move, and little light bulbs will start to flicker and to grow into large flames of fire. House fires all over this world. House fires all over this nation. House fires all over this region. That there will be a faith-filled group of people that just step into the things of God. Step in and move like him, becoming imitators of God. Jesus is Lord. Every knee will bow. Every knee will say that Jesus is Lord. 
But you want to be on the right side of that. You don't want to be saying it because you're forced to say it. You want to be saying that because you have a love relationship. A love relationship with Heavenly Father. Good morning, Marcus. Good morning, Ramiz. It's great to see people commenting. I'm going to leave it there. And my time is nearly up. Have a great day. Enjoy the weather wherever you are, as I say. We didn't do a weather report this morning. But the power of God is working mightily. See, the word grew mightily, it says in the book of Acts. As they spread the word of God, it grew mightily. And, of course, in Mark, Mark chapter 16, it says that, that you know, the word worked with the disciples and, and was confirmed. Let's just read that. Before I finish, I'm going to read this. The Great Commission, Mark chapter 16. I don't want to just quote it and not actually mean it. And Jesus said to them, Go you into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature, every person. He that believes and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believes shall not be, shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. We're believers. We have the God kind of faith. In my name they shall cast out devils. They shall speak with tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. So then, after the Lord had spoken to them, he was received up into heaven and sat on the right hand of God. And they went forth and preached everywhere. Listen to this. The word working with and confirming the word with signs following in the King James, it says, working with them. But that word's in, in, in italics, so you can scrub it out. And it says, the word, the Lord working with and confirming the word with signs following. You preach the word. You preach the word. Carry the word. Carry it. Carry it. Carry it. And there will be signs that follow. I'd love to hear from anyone who has a testimony from today's broadcast or any other broadcast. And I'm going to let you go today. If you need to contact me, get, go to my website, gospelpursuits.uk. Contact me through Instagram at gospelpursuits. Have a great day. Thank you for watching. And we will see you tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. UK time. Have a good day.